Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. How are you doing today, Deb? Austin, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I was on with Jeff Rents last night and had a really good show. I thought a lot of synergy between me and Jeff. Great guy. I want to say hello to the Jeff Rents and the Rents Network listeners because we play there. He plays our show, I think, three or four times a day on the Rents Network. And uh, just want to give a shout out to all the Rents listeners. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Pray for you guys this morning, along with praying for the folks that listen to our show on a regular basis. And so uh, thanks so much for your support and being there for us. And uh, just want to start off with that this morning. Awesome. What's your first story? Well, something that's interesting that I saw going on in Virginia right now that's gotten very little political or mainstream attention whatsoever is that last night, essentially, a very large group of pro-Trump, pro-gun, pro-Christian supporters went to Virginia Beach City Hall supporting Second Amendment sanctuary is what they are calling it now. They said so many people showed up, the fire marshal actually had to ask dozens of people to step outside the building, and they did. All of this took place at the Gloucester County Board of Supervisors, who were preparing to vote on a Second Amendment sanctuary resolution, a resolution which the board passed unanimously Tuesday. The county joined other municipalities of Virginia that adopted similar resolutions. What they're going on to say here now is that if leftist cities can declare themselves full-blown sanctuaries for illegal aliens and all the illicit criminal activity that comes along with that. In defiance of federal law, right-minded cities can declare themselves sanctuaries for the Second Amendment to uphold the Bill of Rights in defiance of the hardcore leftist gun grabbers. One thing that we're starting to see especially in Texas, Georgia, Florida, Virginia's right along the lines, is that the mass of illegal and legal migration, like we've seen down here in Florida with Puerto Rico, where after the hurricane, we've had at minimum, I know just from the first year and a half, I'm sure it's even more now, as you can see by our traffic and housing boom, it's not stopping, that we absorbed over 300,000 Puerto Ricans in a year and a half just after that hurricane incident. Now, there's nothing wrong with individuals that are coming from there. I know a lot of people that are from Puerto Puerto Rico, great people. However, what we start to see is in most cases, a lot of those individuals, when they come here, they're handed because of a lot of the democratic ideology and basically what they're trying to push their agenda, they get all their free stuff. And this is exactly what happened. They got free housing. They got basically free food. They got free subsidies for two years, which is basically free money every single month. And, you know, they are basically encouraged to vote blue. And so we see a lot of big states that have always been red, have continued to stay red, are now starting to follow the blue leftist communist ideology and party line because of all the free stuff. And this is this is the communist agenda. Well, what we're starting to see is Virginia's having enough of this. Down here, it's starting to happen in Florida. There's multiple counties, like Miami-Dade. They tried to do this a while back ago. They tried to set up a law that made assault weapons, allegedly, but then, you know, parentheses, which is basically a semi-automatic sporting rifle that can handle anything of a 10-round magazine or larger. They deem that to be an assault rifle. They wanted to ban it down there in Dade County. 
Well, the issue that you start to see with this is if certain counties and states start to say, well, this city can have this gun, but this city can't have this gun, you start having a real incongruency there because now, you know, you may be walking with your Glock 19 with a 17-round mag and it concealed in the state of Florida, which you can legally do with a permit, and now all of a sudden you walk over to the street and you change counties into another county, now all of a sudden that firearm's deemed illegal because the county or the city says that it's illegal because of the magazine capacity. Real issue there, but see, this is going to be the sidestep that they're trying to do down here in Florida, and of course they've gotten a lot of backlash from doing it. So, that being said, Virginia is now trying to do this because of what happened back on November 21st, 2019. Again, something that the mainstream media did not really cover. Virginia State Senator Louise Lucas introduced a bill called SB 64 to the Virginia Senate. This was the paramilitary activity penalty bill, I kid you not, which blatantly violates the U.S. Constitution First and Second Amendment. And so I pulled this bill up, and they, they pre-filed it, basically, to start in the 2020 session. They want to push it in in the state of Virginia. And what it does is, I pulled it up here, and this is what it states. Punishable is a Class 5 felony if anyone teaches or demonstrates to any other person the use, application, or making of any firearm, and then they do something interesting in this. They've, I've never seen this in a bill before. They couple firearm along with explosive and incendiary device or any technique capable of causing injury or death to a person illegal. Go on to the second section. Assembly with one or more persons for the purpose of training with practicing or being instructed in the use of firearm, explosive, or incendiary device. Assembling with one or more person with the intent of intimidating any persons or group of person by carrying or possessing or parading with a firearm, explosive, or incendiary device. This is a very troubling bill. A, I don't think it's going to get through Virginia this first go-around. But one thing about this that is troubling is that in almost every bill, firearms have always been separate. They've always discussed firearms, assault weapons, so and so forth, always as a separate entity. Explosives and incendiary devices are already illegal to possess or manufacture without basically like an SOT2 manufacturer license from ATF. You can't just go around and start building explosives and incendiary devices. It's already illegal to do so without a license. So coupling just a basic firearm into the same category with incendiary device and explosive is very, very confusing. And what it's going to do is it's going to get a lot of individuals in the Virginia Senate to follow suit with this bill because they're going to go, oh, yeah, you don't need to, you should be able to teach people how to make explosives and incendiary devices or assemble with more one person to basically carry an explosive or incendiary device. So it's an extremely misleading bill. And this is another thing that a lot of these individuals were protesting at the town hall, and that's why they met as well, because if this bill goes through, what it essentially does, it's designed to prevent anybody from coming together to stop something and carrying firearms legally. That's essentially what it does. That's why it's called the paramilitary bill. And so then another senator came in as well and issued and basically uh, pre-filed SB 16, which then drops on another bill that prohibits the selling, possession, renting, trading, or transfer of any assault weapon to any person whatsoever. And then, of course, it basically defines assault weapon, any semi-automatic rifle that has a fixed magazine or detachable magazine of 
10 rounds or more. So this is a really slick runaround by basically coming in and coming in with a paramilitary bill and stating that nobody can come in and show another person how to make a firearm or explosive device. Nobody can assemble and teach each other how to use a firearm or explosive device. So I just want to kind of bring that up and keep everybody apprised on how they're trying to go around the Second Amendment via states now. Since the Fed is not coming in, Donald Trump's not really pushing anything anymore as far as the federal red flag gun laws. I think the amount of pushback that he saw from the Constitutional Republic and from a lot of the population in the United States, how vocal we were, our listeners weren't a lot of other alternative medias, that bill that Bubble Boy Rubio tried to push through, to my knowledge, from my research looked at it, it's not going anywhere. The federal red flag gun law. So now these states are trying to take it into their own hands and go around the Second Amendment by passing their own bills. And if they can't get it in a state session, they're trying to do it via county and city session so they can spread their virus like in a disgusting cancer across the state, infecting everybody and preventing them from being able to defend themselves lawfully with whatever weapon they seem fit, Dad. You know, you're absolutely right off that the cities and municipalities and counties also are passing individual laws. The chaos that will ensue will be unbelievable. You won't be able to drive across a city line. In other words, if we live in Polk County, and Polk County is okay to possess an AR-15 with a 30-round magazine, semi-automatic, and also we drive into the city, which is, you know, like next door where the the line reaches the company, the county, we're right on the county line. Then all of a sudden, now we're committing a felony by breaching that that ten foot spare that ten foot barrier, and it's going to create chaos. Because remember, this group, this out of out of chaos will come a new world order. They're doing everything they can to cause dysfunctionality in the city, local, and state governments. And when Virginia put these Democrats in the office a few weeks ago. I warned everybody. I've got a friend of mine, Gene, who lives up there. He warned everybody. He goes, it's awful. And he went to the meeting, by the way, last night. <clears throat> the crazy part about all of this is this is all Donald Trump's doing. <clears throat> all of it. Donald Trump pushed red flag gun laws nationally. Donald Trump pushed enhanced background checks. Donald Trump had his doggone Christ-denying, Virgin Mary-denying daughter push this stuff through and into the Senate and the House Pushing, 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 pushing. I contacted one of my my friends who basically is one of the White House liaison pastors, and I told him several months ago, I said, this has to stop. He has to stop with his gay agenda, pushing the gay agenda, the transgender agenda, which Donald Trump was pushing. He's got to stop it. He's got to stop the gun laws. He's got to stop this. He'll never be reelected. He's going to lose his base. And now, like you said, Trump's backed off, but the damage has already been done. Now my friend has been banned from the White House or attending meetings of the Oval Office or having having any access to the president whatsoever. Just thought I'd mention that, okay? And he said that Franklin Graham was so rude to him that it was unbelievable now, I know a lot of you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, love Billy Graham, but you need to do some background research on the Billy Graham, who the real Billy Graham was. I'm not going to say anything else. He's dead now. You know, may he rest in peace, but you need to do some research. And you need to realize who Franklin Graham is. And this hardcore Zionist movement in Washington who has pushed the president into prominence, who again want to bring in a third temple in Israel. Bring in the Antichrist, get raptured, watch from the heavenly grandstands, and a applaud as all hell breaks loose and Satan's unleashed. Okay, this is a this is a twisted mess from the Schofield Bible, and the problem is is that people won't talk about this. They refuse, and I talked about it on the Jeff Rent show last night. 
I talked about it on Jeff Rents last night in detail. And tomorrow we're going to go into the Kabbalah and how it ties into all of this stuff in the Masonic Lodges and 33-degree Masons and what happens in the 30th-degree ritual when they actually speak to a man in a casket who that man's supposed to represent. We're going to talk about all of that tomorrow in the Kabbalah and in the Masonic Lodges. So it's going to be an interesting show tomorrow. But the reality is this. We, as Christians, have to stay the course. We've got to continue to walk in love to the best that we possibly can. And mind you, I don't always walk in love. Sometimes I'm downright ugly. And you think, not you, oh yeah, me, I'm downright ugly. I try to be nice to people as much as I possibly can. And there's a certain point, if I can't walk away, if I get pushed to the corner, I'm not nice anymore. And see, this is the problem that we've run into, Austin. They've pushed us in the corner, they pushed us in the corner, they pushed us in the corner, and now they want us to capitulate and basically lick boots. I'm not a boot licker, never have been, never am going to be, never planning on being one. You know, I'd rather stand up on the fiery squad line and lick boots. And see, this is the problem that we have. We've got too many Christians that are willing to lick the boot. And this is the problem. They've sat back and they've allowed these people to come in and force them to capitulate into believing, into accepting the values of this new world order, including this enhanced gun control and everything else. Now, Nancy Pelosi just had a press conference a few minutes ago. She says, the president leaves us no choice. Pelosi to proceed with articles of impeachment. Now we'll see how dedicated the Federal Reserve Bank is in maintaining the stock market now that they're going, the House is going to impeach Trump. The speaker said investigators have uncovered more than sufficient evidence to show that Trump abused his office. Nancy Speaker announced Thursday morning, a few minutes ago, that she has asked the key chairman to draft articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump, a historic step that signals the House is increasingly likely to vote to impeach Trump before the end of the year. Sadly, but with confidence and humility, kill whatever, you weirdo. With allegiance to our founders, you have no allegiance. And a heartful love for America, you have no love for America whatsoever, you lying brat. Do I said it that way? Pelosi said in front of a row of American flags, whatever. Pelosi didn't provide additional details. The Democrats have said they are considering multiple articles of impeachment against Trump, including abuse of power, obstruction of justice, obstruction of Congress. The House Judiciary Committee is expected to draw up articles of impeachment as soon as next week. His wrongdoing states strikes at the very heart of our Constitution. Our democracy is what is at stake, Pelosi said in a 10-minute, nationally relevized rant while she was trying to do basically under her drugs to help get rid of her symptoms of senile dementia. I added that. The facts are uncontested, she said. The president abused his power for his own personal political benefit at the expense of our national security. Did not, you lying brat. Ahead, just ahead of Pelosi's announcement, Trump delivered a defiant treat. If you're going to impeach me, do it now and do it fast, Trump wrote, adding that he wants a fair trial in the Senate, which we'll never get through, by the way. We will have Schiff, the Bidens, Pelosi, and many more testify, and we will reveal for the first time how corrupt our system really is. There you go, Donald Trump. Everything is going exactly like I told you that it would and Austin told you that it would months ago. They're going to proceed with this. They're going to crash the economy. The Fed's going to contract the M1 money supply. The Democrats are going to lose a whole bunch of offices. Trump will be reelected. The economy, the economy will be in shambles, and we will have our little group of people, our little communist, cabalist, Luciferian, Sabbatans get to say, by the way, out of chaos will come a new world order. These guys suck, all of them. It's all a circus clown show that has been brought to you by the Rothschild International Banking Weirdo Cartels. What 
a mess. Austin, what do you think? Oh yeah, this, this isn't surprising. I mean, this is you got to you got to keep the narrative going. You got to keep the people focused on what you want them to look at. This is constantly exactly right. what they're going to do. They're going to keep pushing this. This is, won't go through the Senate. And if, if they do somehow, under some weird, 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 miraculous thing that they do, actually get Trump impeached, which I don't, I don't think there's a chance it's going to go through at all. It's going to be the same thing it was with the Russian collusion. This thing's going to drag out and 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 then he's going to be exonerated the whole thing is going to wash away and then they will have to find something else to keep the population focused on oh that's right what's next year the giant 2020 election run then we can have all the political theater all the ads all the debates all the goofball show again that we're basically we've already seen the democratic parties are being warmed up for that i mean they've, they've been prepped for that for months i mean those some of the debates that I've watched snippets of, I mean, are downright embarrassing. I mean, I, I, I feel embarrassed for how they act on stage. I just kind of look at them and I'm like, wow, you, you, wow, wow, you really know how to embarrass yourself. This is what they're doing. And so they're getting everything lined up exactly for this. And what's ironic is the, the, the conflict of interest that we saw with Biden and his son, all the things that we've seen with Hillary and Obama, all the stuff, I mean, we, we've talked about spheres. I'm not going to go on a rabbit hole again going into detail with all of it. All the stuff we saw repetitively being done, illicit, illegal behavior, nothing. Nothing ever came about of it. Nothing ever, there was, there was no consequences. It's complete and total theater because it's not what they wanted to show everybody. So now we see them pushing this. We also see, if you guys saw this earlier today, uh, the beginning of this week, basically Representative, whoops, hold on a second here, Representative Matt Shea, who's basically out of Washington, they have now said that the independent investigation will now go forward on Matt Shea of whether or not he condoned political violence. This is how far left these people are going to try to completely remove the Second Amendment and, and to demonize anybody that does not go with their agenda. The past investigative report by The Guardian accused the Republican legislator out of Washington State of secretly organizing surveillance and discussing violence against liberal people. The leaked chats obtained by The Guardian revealed Shea was involved in a private chat with a few right-wing figures about carrying out surveillance against Antifa members. And what's ironic about this, the investigation was delivered to a five-member committee Monday, and according the legislative staff who works at the chief house clerk uh, dean's office the panel is composed of numerous individuals the office is not said yet when the full report will be released to the public and so i looked into this earlier because i kind of wanted to see what in the world was going on with this and basically what happened was Washington State Republican politician was in a private discussion, basically discussing surveillance and psych ops and remember this guy is a uh, Army veteran. <laughs> He's been in politics multiple years. And the Antifa rallies that were capping basically in Portland, Oregon, and Washington back in 2017, he was in a private chat with multiple other people who they went and said, now listen to this, they went and said that Washington State House, this, this Matt Shea participated in chats with three other men. The Guardian confirmed the identity by spying on those in the chat and cross-checking phone numbers attached to the Signal accounts. 
This is essentially what they did. They're going and spying and essentially wiretapping and backtracing the lines to try to see if they could trace who the individuals were in the account. And so there were multiple people in there, including Anthony Bosworth, Jack Robertson, and they were discussing the aspects of Antifa and what was going on and some of the tactics to basically keep these guys subdued because of how violent they were getting the last year and a half. And Matt Shea, the only thing they could pull up, anything in this chat room, was when he said, okay, background checks need to be done. Give me the list. All I have, several names that have come up, any info out there. And then he goes on to say, nothing ruins a good communist revolution like snow. There may be snow coming up for this uh, Antifa revolt. Snowflakes are afraid of snowflakes. That's what he basically said in the article, and so in the, in the chat. And so now they're trying to basically bring up charges on him with this investigation by saying he's incited violence against essentially peaceful protesters when we know anything about Antifa. The last thing you can possibly even joke about describing them as is peaceful protesters. This is what communism does. This is what communism revolutions continue to do, and this is what they're trying to push their agenda, and this this is why it's so important to get this information out there. Make sure people understand what's going on. Stay awake. Don't get caught up in the circus clown act. Understand what's going on with this stuff right now. Understand and see what's going on and see how they're pushing it. See their tactics. See their mechanisms. See the aspects of things they're trying to do, their offensive and defensive measures. Look at all that because you have to look at what they're really doing and understand what they're about to do. So just be aware of that. Be awake of it. And understand this is not going to stop. This is going to go further and further and further to push their agenda. And the American population has to keep standing strong on our constitutional rights and values every second of the way and fight this stuff tooth and nail the best we can, Dad. You know, Austin, it's all back to the group of people that took Building 7 down as far as this subterfuge that's going on. This is why the same group has been thrown out of over, probably I think I think the last time I read about 100 different countries over and over and over again because they always come in and undermine the governments. And this is the problem that you have with this communist manifesto. And this has been, by the way, this has been going on a lot longer than Stalin and Lenin. This has been going on for a long time and it's always the money lenders that are involved in this. And the problem is with all of it is it's not about the fact that they don't have enough money is they don't have enough power not ever not not all of humanity is a bootlicker yet and when they yep this is let me explain something to you guys number one these guys don't like you okay it's not that they don't like you it's they hate you it's not that they don't hate you it's that they don't even consider you human enough to hate it's the whole thing is so twisted and so convoluted with their belief structure and who they think they are and how they're so vastly superior to you and how you're nothing but just a cattle or a sheep or a dog or a goat or a pig. That's all you are. And they tell you that and that your life, they said the best of us are not, is, basically should be killed. I mean, this is how they feel about us. And see, and this is the thing that you've got to understand. And I talked to Sharon about this this morning. And I talked to you about it too this morning also when you came up by the house before the show. If we don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, now listen to me, friends. Listen to me. I'm not going to preach at you, but I'm just giving you some facts here. Then none of this is is is, is, is acceptable. You, you you can't deal with it. You you freak out. Your body it creates such an incongruency with you that you that you don't know what to do. You become like hopeless and helpless. That's what they want. They want you to give up. 
And they want to create that feeling of helplessness and helplessness so that you allow them to bring in their new world order. That you allow them to force you into compliance with their wishes. This is what they want. This is what they've always done. This is why they were run out of so many countries. This is why they seize assets, seize corporations, seize businesses, bankrupt people, do whatever they want to do, consolidate the news media. This is who they are. They make it so that you say something against them, you're basically a bigot or a racist. And they, and they, and they, they use their organizations like the American Israeli Political Action Committee or ADL to enforce this. They use their IRS to enforce and to enslave you, which was passed the same year as the Federal Reserve Act. All of this stuff was done on purpose in their multi-hundred-year plan. And it's not the first time they've tried to do stuff like this. But it's the first time they've been very, very effective using the Schofield Bible and bringing the Zionists in and doing all the things they did with Samuel Untermeyer and the Balfour Declaration and all the other things. These Kabbalist Luciferian Sabbateans run the planet. Let me explain something to you guys. And this, this, is, this is so important that, that you get this. The world, okay, you and me, this world, this, this place that we live, remember, we're not of the world. We're just passing through. The world is in the clutches. Let me, let me paint a picture for you. You've got an old vampire, okay? He's got long green fingernails, long green fangs, and long scriggly hair, and he's wrinkled and he's bent over, and he's got fangs hanging out of his mouth. Okay? The worst, ugliest vampire you've ever seen. And he's got, you know, just a whole bunch of his little cronies that hang out with him. And he's like a wizard and a vampire, and he drinks blood and does all these crazy services and ceremonies and, and rituals. That's what's running the planet. It's a stinking, satanic, sex, death cult. And it's been running the planet for a long, long time. And whenever it gets exposed, it burrows back into the dirt, goes underground for a while, pops back out again, and does it all over again. That's why, if you don't have Jesus Christ as a hope, as a stopgap, as a vent, as a release to know that we have faith in Jesus and that this end that we see coming towards us at light speed on this planet means absolutely nothing to us. These momentary things that we're dealing with here on this planet and this ridiculous stuff that we see, it doesn't matter to us long-term wise. It won't matter to you in 200 years because you'll be in glory with God. And all of these people, these weirdos and these sabbatans and these people like Nancy Pelosi, most likely will be rotting in hell, begging and screaming for mercy. And they will realize, like it says in the book of Isaiah, that they were lied to, especially when Lucifer shows up down there in chains. This whole thing basically is an area that we're in right now that we can step through and walk through because of our relationship with Christ. Because God cared about you so much, He basically reproduced Himself. The exact image of God Almighty is what it says in the book of Hebrews, is what Jesus was. The second Adam created Jesus to come down here and to say, okay, look, these guys are pretty awful, but you don't have to be part of this. Just believe who I am, that I'm God and I love you. 
and accept me for who I am. And I'll bear your burden for you. And don't be concerned about these clowns, this circus sideshow. Because what we're going to do is I'm going to create a covenant with you through blood. We've talked about blood so many times. And because I'm now in the present, this covenant is going to be eternal and forever. And it's going to continually protect you from this stuff. Then when you accept me from that point forward, from that point, not when you die, not when you die, listen to me, from that point forward, you have eternal life. You have eternal life through Christ Jesus. Because the Old Testament, with the rules and the regulations, and trying to work with the Jewish people who were basically steeped in sin, in ISIS worship, and Egyptian worship, and all the weird stuff they were involved with, it didn't work out. So I had to send you a kinsman redeemer. Because I can't make you and force you to do these things. I want to have you accept me as your Lord and your Savior, and we're going to walk in love. Because I want to walk in the cool of the garden with you. I want to be your friend. I want to be your father. I want to be your mentor. I want you to know that I love you, that I'm willing to sacrifice myself through the form of my own son to create that relationship. Gosh, guys, we're so blessed to know who Jesus is. And guys, if it wasn't for Christ... This whole situation down here will be completely and totally hopeless. These guys have complete and total control of the planet. They're doing everything they possibly can to destroy everything that God made, to invert everything. And if it wasn't for Christ, you know, we'd all be hosed. Hosed! It'd be awful. But we're not. We have hope and glory. And we can continue to resist and stand firm in the belief of who and what we believe in through Jesus. And that's what we have to do. And that's the purpose of this show. You know, I don't do this show because I have to do this show, because, you know, I'm trying to generate revenue from this show, because it's something that I'm having fun with. It's because I'm just having some kind of entertainment spectacle with you guys. It's not at all what this is. I feel as though that I'm right smack dab in the middle of God's will doing this and trying to help you guys understand and sort through this mess. Guys, what a mess. And these clowns, through the Frankfurt School, through the Federal Reserve Act, and all of the things they've done have gradually, over a hundred years, they have their this vampire that I described. He's got his fangs on the neck of the, the country right now, and he's sinking his fangs in. And we've got to realize that we've got to stand firm and say, no, no, you stinking weirdos. No, we're not going to let you do this. It's like this lady yesterday during the, the hearings. She comes in and starts slamming Darren Trump in Melania. I'll give Melania credit. It's part of the circus show. She basically just, I mean, just chews this lady out and says, no, this is not okay. This is not okay to do this. We're not going to allow this, and you're not going to do this, and we're not going to talk about children. This is Pamela Carlin did this. And so I looked her up on Wikipedia. Let me just tell you who she was on Wikipedia. I don't have to make this up. Pamela S. Carlin. And it talks about going to Yale Law School and everything else. And let's see who they are. Let's see who they want to put on the stand who wants to slam a 13-year-old boy. Carlin told Politico in 2009, it's no secret at all that I'm counted among the LGBT crowd. She has described herself as an example of a snarky, bisexual Jewish woman, and her partner is Viola Canellas. So, number she's a lesbian. 
She's a Jew lesbian. She says I'm a Jew lesbian who's snarky. <laughs> Crap, you can't even make this stuff up. This is who they're bringing in. I mean, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. They're trying to let you know that, hey, we're that group. We're going to do whatever we want to do. And it doesn't make one bit of difference what you think. It doesn't make one bit of difference what you believe. We're going to do what we want to do regardless of the consequences. Let me tell you a little snarky. You know, you're sicko. You little sicko. Oh, God, I got to stop. I'm going to say something I'm not supposed to say. Austin, go ahead. Your turn. I'm gonna go back to another story, but I just I gotta stop. I'm gonna say something really ugly. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Also, too, you know, I talked to you guys last week or so about Chick Fil A and the decline of what's happened there, and obviously they've been infiltrated by a lot of the leftists. I told you how the Chick Fil A, um, as far as donation aspect of them, has been severely compromised. Now you know that they basically dropped Fellowship of Christian Athletes. They're no longer supporting donating them. They dropped Salvation Army. They're now supporting a bunch of these leftist groups. You can listen back to the show a couple a week and a half ago or so. I think that I went into detail. Well, now they've also said that they're going to start supporting the Southern Poverty Law Center, which if you guys remember, the Southern Poverty Law Center is also the group that made the hate map years ago, which essentially labeled every single group in the United States that they believed was a right-wing hate group, even Christian groups, anti-abortion groups, and so forth. And so now... Chick-fil-A, obviously, is making it very known that they are going left now. They have been compromised from within, regardless of what everybody wants to say. I've had multiple people email me, well, they still have, they're still Christian, they're still closed on Sunday. Guys, they dropped the Salvation Army, and they dropped the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and they dropped almost every right-wing Christian group as far as supporting them, and now they're openly supporting the Southern Poverty Law Center. Let's be real. I mean, they, they've gone, they're going over now. They may not have gone over the falls yet, but they're in the process of paddling and getting lined up to go over the falls into the deep end of the communist agenda. Obviously, somebody has got in there and infiltrated them now. It's sad to see that because I know, you know, I've known of the owner yep. and so forth, the family, hardcore Christians, really, really good family, really good people. But as you see, in a lot of generational companies and so forth if the family is not fully grounded all the way across the spectrum it only takes a matter of time for a few generations you know maybe their kids maybe their kids kids maybe their kids 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 however many long it takes down but you know chick-fil-a has always been a beacon of christianity when it came to restaurants you know they're like number two number three fast food restaurant in the entire country i mean right below i think like mcdonald's and they the leftists don't like that. They don't like that they were against the LGBT community coming in and basically parading. They didn't support that. They didn't support basically gay marriage. They didn't support being you know open on Sunday and so everybody could go to church. So I can guarantee you these things are slowly, slowly, slowly going to go in and start to corrupt that company. Because one thing you guys you know and you've seen this, the bankers will they never let anybody go out on their own to a huge aspect. At some point in time, they own them. They own them eventually. It may take a few decades, it may take a hundred years, but the banks figure out a way to weasel their exactly greasy right. little faces under the door and into the house and figure out how to end up taking over that company and owning it or buying it or hostile takeover or basically coming due on loans. Whatever it is, they figure out how to do it, and that's the same thing that we've even 
seen in this country as a nation. Ever since the Federal Reserve came in in 1913, we didn't own this country anymore. We became a corporation that the Fed, the Federal Reserve Bank owns now, and they treat us as such. That's why, has anybody ever wondered, we bring this up all the time, why we can't audit the Fed, why the people can't audit the Fed, why the federal government can't audit the Fed, why Ron Paul couldn't audit the Fed. They won't let us audit them. You show me any other entity or organization on the continental United States that does not allow themselves to be audited. You, imagine you're, you're business. You're operating really good. You're doing a bunch of shady stuff, whatever you want to do. And all of a sudden, IRS comes in. You go, um, sorry, guys, you can't audit me. I'm with the Federal Reserve Bank. You can't come in. And they turn around and walk away. Because that's never happened ever. But yet, the Federal Reserve Bank does it on a regular basis. Because why? They are the IRS. The IRS is their pit bull. They control every aspect of it. That's why they won't allow Congress to audit them. And when they did open their books one time, the multi-trillion dollar discrepancy in off-books balance sheets that popped up right away, they slammed the book shut and said, audit's over, sorry, we're not going to do this anymore. We've now revoked are in basically our invite for you to audit us. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Thanks for playing. Good night. And that was the end of it. This is what we have to keep bringing up and exposing. This is why a lot of the stuff on the Federal Reserve completely removed off YouTube. Stuff on 9-11 with independent videos completely removed off YouTube. Building 7 on YouTube. Majority of it's completely removed. There's a few ones that keep popping up, but most of the stuff that actually goes into detail is completely removed off YouTube. They don't want people to talk about it. So I encourage and invite all of our listeners, all of our Health Masters family, the things that they don't want you to talk about are the very things that we are demanding we have to yes. talk about. Every single topic like this that comes up that they do not want us to bring up, we have to talk about it because the topics that they remove, that they ban, that they censor are the ones they do not want talked about, and those are the ones that do not fall into their narrative. So I encourage everybody bring these topics up. Epstein didn't kill himself. I've still seen these memes floating around. Somebody got somebody the other day went to Walmart and videotaped it. They went basically to the front desk. And they said, I need to page somebody. And they said, what was their name? They said, the name's Mr. Clinton killed Epstein. And the, the girl did it on the phone. She, I'm paging Mr. Clinton killed Epstein. And she said it twice. And I just chuckled and laughed. These are things that have to be continued brought up, including the Fed, including oh, Building 7, including what's in your vaccine. All these things need to get, keep being brought up, Dad. You know, Austin, I want to talk about oxytocin. All right. Now you were like, what the heck's Ted talking about now, oxytocin? <laughs> uh, oxytocin is interesting. Our German rocket scientist, chemist, basically decided to develop a compound to promote the acceptance of an integration of migrants into Europe. And oxytocin was found that it makes Europeans more amenable to accepting large numbers of gang-raping Muslim migrants into their midst following a shocking new study at the University of Bonn. And what they found is they took a bunch of people and they gave them this oxytocin, and they were really nice to strangers, and they gave away money, and they basically, basically accepted everybody for who they are. Now, you say, what the heck? Well, it also looks out like uh, they're founding oxytocin in the milk of the Europeans. <laughs> Can you believe it? Yeah. 
And so, uh, yeah, so I posted this on Bright, from Breitbart. It says, German scientists drug public with oxytocin to promote the acceptance and integration of migrants. It's kind of like they're fluoride, I guess. Let's just give you some stuff to make you feel just a little bit better. It'll be okay. Just just go ahead and take a little bit of this. You'll, you'll really feel a lot better. And you'll accept everybody who they are. Transgenders, it won't matter to you. What difference does it make? You're happy, happy. You got oxytocin. It won't make any difference if you've got a thousand gang-raping migrant hordes coming in who want to rape every one of your blonde, blue-eyed, blue-eyed women. It doesn't make a difference. It won't matter if they grope a thousand women in Cologne, Germany, and throw them on the ground in a circle and rape them and protect the rapists as they circle around them like a bunch of animals. It'll be okay because you love them. What? Would they do that? I, I don't know what they did, guys. All I know is that supposedly they put oxytocin in the dairy products in Europe now and that they did research on oxytocin and what it would do. And I, just the other day, I was in a lounge at Starwood Properties. I guess we're Marriott now. And I was having breakfast, and some guy from Germany was walking around, and I noticed him, and he was talking German to his wife. So I started talking to him, and I asked him about the migrants, and he said, oh, we love the migrants. And he said, you know, Angela Merkel brought in too many of them, but that's okay. We still love them, and they're doing great. We need them in Germany, and we can handle three or four or 500,000 of them a year. That's good. It's good. We like having them come in. And I said, are you kidding? He goes, well, no, no, it's okay. I wonder how much oxytocin that boy had been given. <laughs> can he be that stupid? Can he be that stupid? And I, I, I couldn't even believe it. I just said, they must get hard. And I, I told him, I said, I disagree with you. I said, why do you want gang-raping Muslim hordes? And he goes, well, I said, what about the thousand women that, 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 that were assaulted in Cologne? He goes, oh, well, that only happened one time with a thousand. And I said, they're running around with machine guns now all over Germany to protect your women from gang-raping hordes. And he goes, well, it's okay, though. We can handle three or 400,000 more every year. It's, it's time for Angela Merkel to go ahead and leave. And I'm like, Dude, what have you been reading? What is wrong with you? And yeah, so goes Germany. And you know, it's sad. It's sad because Germany fought against the international banking cartels. They actually shook off the shackles of the central bank in the late 30s and started printing debt-free currency. And the whole world came after Germany, forced them into World War II. All of this junk. You guys need to read The Bad War. Read the bad war. It's free. It's free. It won't cost you anything. It won't even cost you a tube of toothpaste. Read the bad war. You can find it on you. You can find it online. Put bad war. You'll probably have to put it through DuckDuckGoGo. I'm sure Google's banned it. DuckDuckGoGo. The bad war. In fact, let me tell you something. This is funny. I did that the other day. I was talking to a friend of mine who's an airplane mechanic, and he was asking me about stuff. And I said, "Read the bad war." He he went on the internet and googled the bad war. Nothing came up. Nothing came up. And I said, well, you got to change your search engines. He goes, what do you mean? I said, put it in DuckDuckGoGo. Boom! It popped up. There was the PDF. Yeah, just like that. Well, they wouldn't do that. Dudes, they are taking thousands, if not millions of things, like Austin said about 9-11, Building 7, all of it. Anything that's not part of their mainstream media, off. They're going to set up an AI search engine. That's going to go through the hundreds of billions, if not trillions of entries now onto the World Wide Web and filter through it and start deleting stuff in mass. That's their goal, guys, to totally censor everything so you cannot hear the truth from anyone. So, guys, please listen to me for a second. Make a copy of the recording today, whatever you have to do. Burn it onto a hard drive we have. You know, save this stuff because if they pull us off, they've already pulled us off YouTube. Because, you know, we're just a little bit too, how should I say, truthful. And my friend who was banned from the White House the other day, he said, well, 
Ted, you know, you really need to be out in churches and telling people the truth. So he said, because he works on, he does a lot of church stuff. And I said to him, churches? I said, my phone's not ringing. I said, you were the only person who had me come speak at a church. I said, they don't want to hear the stuff in a church. When I started talking to him about accountability and, and discipline and responsibility and the New World Order and the Federal Reserve and, and the, the Zionism and the, the Schofield Bible, they don't hear any of this stuff. They don't hear any of it. I said, we have an audience that numbers into the millions. And I said, we talk to our audience every single day. That's you guys, by the way. I love you guys. And, and, I, and, and these, these people are responsive. And they're, they're take the, they take the doggone shows and they put them on Facebook, the links. They take the shows and they put them on their email database and they send them out to all of their friends. They, they're sending out all of this stuff on our show is growing exponentially because of what we're doing right now. So why in the world do I want to go fight in the church and have everybody get all mad at me because I talk about Zionism being something that people shouldn't be involved in and we shouldn't be trying to force revelation? And why do we want the tribulation on the planet? And what happens if you don't get raptured? I said, buddy, they're not going to put me in churches to talk about this. They don't want to hear it because what I've got to say isn't going to fill their pews with giving units, and especially when I tell them that we're not under the old law anymore and that we don't have to deal with all of this weird stuff and we don't have to do a first fruits offering of your entire paycheck for January. And if you don't, there are going to be consequences from God. What kind of nonsense is this? And I won't tell it and I won't preach it because we're under a new covenant through Christ. And I said, so are they really going to bring me in? I said, like I said, my phone's not ringing. And I said, quite frankly, I said, I was on the seminar circuit for years. I did over 100 seminars with Zig Ziglar and President Bush and Barbara Bush and Colin Powell and Schwarzkopf and, and a plethora of other people, including the now famous rapist Bill Cosby. All of these people spoke to a million people at live seminars, done thousands of radio and TV talk shows on health and fitness. And I said, notice these people don't really want to hear the truth because the truth will set them free. Remember what the word says. Light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. Always remember that. So this is my little conversation that I had going on with my pastor friend who was banned from the White House. <laughs> and so we have to understand, guys, I need you. Okay? I pray for you every day. And many of you, many of you have supported us and you get your toothpaste and your multiple vitamins from us because you're buying those anyhow. I need you to do one more thing for me. I need to take this show today. This show today. And I need to send it to your entire email database. You say, well, some people think I'm nuts. Well, it's okay. They don't care if they do. Let's see if they think you're nuts, they're going to think I'm nuts too. It doesn't make any difference. Why do you care what they think? Send this show today to every person on your email list, on every Facebook, every Twitter, every tweet, everything. Make this thing go viral today. Because today was one of those shows you need to have everybody listen to and make people realize who and what's in charge of this country, this new world order, and what kind of nightmares they are. Because remember, these guys are the same guys, this communist mantra they've got going on, that are pushing UN Agenda 2030 that Austin's talked about so much. And we have to understand what this is. In the past year, with this hysterical Greta Weirdo Thunberg, you know, the, the AOC and the New Green Deal and the world needs to understand that this climate alarmism is not about a bunch of elaborate kickbacks and carbon derivatives and financial schemes. It literally represents, listen to me guys, a totalitarian takeover of national sovereignty and of our individual rights. Yep. This is we've got what this is. It is an action plan. This is this is basically a quote now 
from a guy named Coyer. It is the plan to just inventory control all land, all water, all minerals, all plants, all animals, all construction, all means of production, all energy, all education, all law enforcement, all judicial systems, all information, all food, and all human beings on the planet. It is an inventory and control plan. Yep. From the Sabbateans again. It is totally comprehensive. It is not some dusty old plan. It is a real plan affecting you right now. There's a good chance that you're one of the 178 nation pluses, the Vatican's, which has agreed to this plan. And in 1992, it's a global plan that they implemented locally to take full implementation in 2020. Now it's 2030. So this is what's going on. The same guy, Courier, explains that this 21 refers to the 21st century. It's a 100-year plan, and they want to have it all wrapped up by 2050. That's the goal. Full regional utilization implemented, which is the interim step to full globalization, because all of this represents and connected to the new world order in which all the presidents and prime ministers and movers and shakers have talked about and are actually moving towards during their time in office, including Donald Trump. It is not a new idea. You can take it all the way back into the 1880s, and it talks about, and then she goes into detail about Marxist socialism and the revolutionary socialism and what's going on, and that the globalist controllers then try everything out so you can see violent overthrow in some places, you see slow penetration in others, which is done with the educational system, of course, the media and general culture. Globalization is the full standardization of all systems. We're talking about educational, legal systems, monetary systems, listen to me, and religious systems. If you're going to control everything centrally about, which is really what it's about, full globalization, you have to put up huge mega corporations to do all of this. Guys, this is all about the climate standards in this 2030 deal. It's all about bringing in a new world order, a new world government, a one world government, and a one world dictator and a one world religion all worshiping the Antichrist. That's what this is all about. It's all about trying to force the book of Revelation into fruition. That's what they want. That's why they're so doggone adamant about rebuilding the third temple. Because it says in the book of Thessalonians that this man of perdition, this son of hell, this, this Antichrist is going to anoint himself in the Holy of Holies, in the temple, and proceed to walk out and announce that he's God Almighty. This is Satan. This is Lucifer. This is the, this is, this is the next phase. And they have to consolidate, have globalization in order to allow it all to be controlled centrally that way. This is what we're fighting right now, guys. And the Christian Zionists are marching in lockstep to this goal. They don't want to have this happen because they think they're going to get raptured and they're going to leave and they're going to force all of this stuff to come to play. Guys, why would you wish that on anybody? Why would you want hell on earth under any circumstances? Why would you want that? A lot of them believe, well, they will force Israel to accept Jesus Christ for who he is. And every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we can watch in the heavenly grandstands as Satan is extinguished. And we can do all of these things and we can applaud and say, wow, that was great. It's a shame they had to kill billions. Oh, well. Oh, all those children. Everybody died. Oh, that's awful. Oh, well. It wasn't this fun. What's wrong with you people? My gosh. Look at what you believe. And I'm a Christian. I'm ashamed of what you guys believe. It's not okay to wish all these people dead. I wish that all will be saved. I hope that Jesus tarries so that all will be saved, that we can continue to promote the agenda of Jesus Christ and not the agenda of the Antichrist. Think about what you're doing and what you're saying and what you're pushing. It's not okay. And where are you walking in love? Where are you walking in love with all of these wars, these never-ending wars? 
and the bombing and the bombing and the maiming of children. If it was your child, your family, your kids that were being bombed and maimed and raped, you'd say, no more. But because it's in another country, it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's never okay to kill people. We're taught to walk in love and have the love of Christ in us. What is wrong with your faith? What is wrong with your religion? What is wrong with your belief structure? You've listened to some bad teachers, guys. I mean, you've listened to some bad teachers. You've listened to some whacked-out doctrine. Whacked-out doctrine that was never pushed until the 1850s with that blithering idiot Cyrus Schofield in Darby, who was pushed by Samuel Untermeyer, who was a hardcore Zionist to rebuild the Third Temple to bring in the Antichrist. Why do you want that? I don't want any of this. I want the love of Jesus Christ to infuse this planet. I want the Holy Spirit to come into all of us and create a new being within us and allow us to bring honor and glory to God in all that we do think and say, that's my belief. Say, well, you'll never stop the book of Revelation. It's going to happen. Yeah, but let it happen in God's timing and don't try to force it. Don't try to force it. Don't be a nutbag and try to promote endless wars. And they already, We already did this with Christianity. We went into the Crusades. Let's go kill all the infidels. Let's, let's go kill all the Muslims. Let's go kill everybody. Let's, whatever, man. It doesn't work. It doesn't work to do this. Now, should we allow these people who have diametrically opposed belief systems into our country unbridled, unfettered? Absolutely not. We left the old world to come to the new world with the America's back in the 14, 15, 1600s to escape the tyranny of all of that mess and avoid these people and stay away from these people and develop our own culture, and we have that. But this new world order doesn't want us to be a country that has our own culture, it has our own people. It wants us to be completely infused with the George Soros, Rothschild cutout, groups of people that have come in from other countries to undermine the very structure and fabric of our society so they can eliminate Christians from the world scene. Christians wake up. Listen to me. It's not okay. Don't capitulate to this new world order. Guys, I love you. Wow. This is a show today. It's a show of shows. I appreciate you guys. I love you. I stand with you. I pray for you. Thank you for supporting us. Austin, finish it up. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely, and I always can, I always bring up Poland a lot because Poland's kind of a beacon of light with a lot of this stuff now. Now Poland is taking a stand against the sexual perversion by the sex, sex education in the school systems now. Ironically enough, according to the Polish constitution, the citizens can, can submit their own referendum and call it to vote. Poland's now stop pedophilia bill holds public schools to new standards preventing school officials from promoting sexual activity to minors under the guise of education. Education. Over 265,000 Polish citizens have signed the measure demanding new standards for sex education to protect children from sexual exploitation. Really, really interesting stuff. I saw it a little bit earlier, and I'm going to go into more detail on it tomorrow because these are things that we need to start promoting in this country as far as preventing our children. As I've said so many times in the public school system, preventing them from being exposed to this stuff and not allowing it just because everybody says it's political correct and they need to learn this stuff four and five year olds don't need to learn about sexual exploration it's not necessary and also to something dad was saying a second ago tying in with agenda 2020 and agenda 2030 and all this with the united nations one of the big factors that all of this is going to rely on is the 5g system that's one thing that we he didn't really go into detail on which is we're running out of time and i bring it up so much and so my whole point in bringing this up is 
make sure, and I'm doing this down here as well, make sure you have the ability to stand strong and try to prevent 5G from coming into areas, especially in the rural areas. The big city areas, there's probably nothing you're going to be able to do about it, just being honest with you. You know, Orlando's and Tampa's down here in Florida, not much you're going to be able to do with that. But the local areas where we still have a stand and we can still make our voice heard and the city commissioners and the county commissioners and so forth, do every single thing within your power to prevent these things from coming up in your neighborhood because they are going to be the main tool to tie in every Thing into the big grid so they can monitor and control the entire system and the Internet of Things bringing it all together. So I just wanted to kind of add that in there on top of it. It's something that really, really, really needs to be addressed on top of it because if we can prevent those from coming in a lot of areas, you know, you, you'll, you'll have spots, you'll have gaps of basically unfunctioning connectivity. So if you don't have it in this area, it's not going to work correctly because it has to go into a full Internet of Things grid, if that makes sense. So just want to kind of bring that up on there as well. So guys, thank you again for all the support and everything. I've been getting a lot of emails, trying to get through them all, um, trying to respond to everybody the best I can, especially health questions. Thank you for the support. If you need anything or you have immediate questions, please feel free to give us a call. You'll honestly get a faster response right now with as many emails as I have. I'm trying to back up and get caught up on. You can call us up at 1-800-726-1834. Be happy to give you any type of health food advice or nutrition advice. Um, but again, also, I deal with this a lot with the emails. We don't give pharmaceutical drug advice. If you call us up or you send us emails and you ask us basically about all these different pharma drugs you're on and how you want to come off of them, you need to discuss with your doctor when it comes to pharmaceutical drugs. We are not pharmacologists here. We are not a pharmacy. We cannot legally give you pharmaceutical advice. So again, thank you for respecting that with us here at Health Masters. And again, thank you for your support, even if it's just buying the ultimate multiple capsules every day. It makes a huge difference in funding the show. Keep up the good fight. Thank you for standing strong and getting this information out there. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay prepped, stay ready, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.